From the world of AV control and programming with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, I'm glad we're able to share another programming-related topic and continue the conversations with our audience. How are you today? Uh, I'm good, Steve. Uh, look forward to this topic, as always. Uh, I definitely think this is going to be a, uh, a tough one, I think, because it's an important topic, but it's definitely uh, a tough one. So, you know, I think we've probably been on a little bit of a stretch of those because, you know, we, we, we handled a lot of the softballs in our conversations. So we're starting to get into some of the meat and potatoes and maybe some of the conversations that people don't always want to have, but I think that these are important and maybe this one is going to be relatable, not just to programmers and those that uh, are writing code, but also those who uh, are supervising programmers. Uh, so we're going to talk about how, how to manage programmers. And, and it's not just, I think, managing uh, a programmer. It could also be managing a programming team. And, and um, what, what are some things that work, what don't work? And, and, uh, and what, what are the, the, the tips that we can provide it from our experiences. Um, I, I have a programming team that I can share a bit about, and I know that you're, uh, you work both uh, for someone and, and with people, so you could probably share it from both perspectives. But um, without um, getting too deep, let, let's just start to talk about the just a, a programmer's makeup. You know, a lot of programmers are kind of independent quiet people. They like to, to kind of be on their own and do their thing and not be bothered. And, and, uh, and, and that's how they focus and, and they do their best work. And that, that may or may not be the easiest thing to manage. Um, you know, what, what's your experience been and, you know, what, what do you found, find has worked and, and not worked? Um, so off the top, full disclosure, I am not in a management manager position um i'm actually the only real programmer for av on our staff there was a guy i was kind of mentoring and trying to help get to take some of the programming off on our team but due to structural um change in within our department he no longer reports within the same team i am on he's on a different team so i kind of lost that but i can talk from the short live i had with that and from being on the side of you know being managed by a supervisor and you can't you can't force them uh as you we said programmers are very special breed um we very we are to ourselves um work on our computers hunched over writing code for the most part that's your typical what you see programmer um so it's hard to manage those you can't manage a programmer like you would installer you can't like installer you can say okay you know your dsps are going to be your I don't know, I'm just spitballing here, near the top of the rack. Your amplifiers are going to be on the bottom rack. That's, you can tell installer to do that. There's no flare to rack building. 
per se. Some people do it, but programming is an art. It's a, everyone has their ways of doing it. And if I come here and say, okay, Johnny, you need to, you know, let's see a big one in software development is the brackets. Do they go right after the if and then go down or are they on a line themselves? I know that's a hot topic in programming. Like me personally, I'm the one who I like the bracket underneath. Like if it's a function or an if right underneath so line on its own or others like it right in the same line and underneath. So I can't sit there and say, okay, Johnny, you got to do it this way because Johnny's way is not wrong. And I think that that's probably epitomizes or is a, is a good uh, example of a lot of the, the aspects of managing people in general is you have to let them be individuals. Uh, and, you know, as much as you want people to be a certain way, everybody is different and everybody has a different makeup um, and being able to understand people's strengths and weaknesses and not knowing and, and understand knowing how to put them to best use is uh, the, the, I think those a lot of those are common management skills in general. Um, one of the things that I've found when managing programmers is getting them to understand that bigger picture. So you know it, it you have like, yes, we want to write uh, a program that works and yes, we want to do make the system achieve its highest potential and, have a wow factor for a client. And, and that may be very important to one type of a programmer and another type of programmer, they may just want to get the project done as quickly as possible and just make it work and move on to the next thing. It, you know, the, those are two different styles. The, the key is, is uh, as we've talked about before, is understanding the, the goal. What, what's the what, what are the parameters for the project? What, and, and what is it that we, the, what, what was the, the agreed upon uh, expectation here and, and getting a programmer to understand that because it's it, 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 a lot, sometimes they can get lost in their own world in that regard and not necessarily see that bigger picture and understand what they do also has to fit into uh, a model for an organization that has to be a healthy and functioning organization that needs to be either profitable or make best use of its resources. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, I know what was two weeks ago, we talked about the scope of work and that's kind of what you were talking about there is making sure that your programmer understands not just knows about it, but understands the scope of work, making sure they're not getting lost in their own world, but meeting the expectation of the user uh, of the system. And definitely got to be a hard one there to balance because I know I've gone down the rabbit hole with program systems and I'm like, wow, look what we can do. And I'm I think maybe those features are used maybe 1% of the time. Or you get, you, you sit down with some one, one particular user and they're 
and and you really get into the groove because they want you to to do something really cool and can you add this and can you do that and and it's it's just a, a matter of saying oh I'm making this person happy and look what I can do and it's uh, and and that's very rewarding and I don't want to take that away from anybody because I don't think that any programmer wants to feel like they're on an assembly line they most people do this because of the satisfaction of the outcome and and being able to do something a little different or being able to stretch their their capabilities or or show show their strengths and skills so keep making it too routine is not uh probably going to keep a programmer's interest yes um i i also find programmers are very um I'm trying to say uh, artsy almost in the way they do things. And we do know artsy people, they need to be creative. You cannot put them in a box and say, you're doing X, Y, and Z because they don't, you don't get the best work from them in that environment. But in the end, it's still a business. You still got a job to get done. You still got a project get done so you got to keep them on task um so you got to balance that allowing them to express their creativity but also getting the job done and moving along the process where they're not just you know throwing the bells and whistles in because the user is happy with them because sooner or later users not going to be happy when they don't have their project or their project is 10 times the cost. And then also if the, if somebody has provided a solution that one person really likes, that doesn't mean that, the, that it's the best for, for everybody. Uh, so all of those things can be a challenge. Um, one of the things that I believe in is not only treating everybody individually, but also, uh, being able to to play into strengths and and um, giving giving somebody the ability to learn and grow uh, from from learning from each other um, and and I think that that's one of the benefits you get in a programming team and and that's part part of what we've discussed as the programmer should be about so so for those of you out there who are in a situation where you are, are struggling with either knowing how to manage or, or being managed, you know, that this is a great opportunity for, you know, to be able to, uh, to find some community and, and, and discuss how we can make that better. Um, not, you know, uh, I think the ability to learn from each other too, and, and have, um, get, being uh, giving a programmer some opportunity to grow is is an important part of managing them because you know they, I don't think anybody is not not many people like a stagnant role. Yeah, I agree there. So how knowing that programmers are unique bees and need to flex their creative muscle, how do you? go about keeping them on task, but still doing that work that needs to be done. All right. Allowing them the freedom, but keep them focused. That I think is a definitely a question. I think a lot of managers are facing. 
So for me, if I could speak from experience a little bit is that we, we one, you, you try, if you can, to vary projects a little bit. So here's your, your routine project and here's your interesting project, or here's your project that we're giving you the opportunity to learn and you're going to work with this other person, let's say. Um, or we also try to bake in a little bit of um, development time in somebody's schedule. So uh, kind of similar to the Google model, um, when you have a little bit of downtime, have a list of things that, that you're interested in and spend, spend your time learning those things and you know, report back to the team what, what you've learned and how we may be able to uh, include it or adapt it in, in some of the things that we offer. So, so I think all of the, that is something that I think can be appealing because the variety, I think, for most people is important. Um, the, re the repetitive work, I don't think, goes very far because you're going to lose focus, as you mentioned. You know, it's not that you probably will have a decline in, in um, quality for if the work is too easy, if you, if you think about it. Yeah, um, I can see that because it becomes too easy, comes too segment. Then the quality of the work is definitely going to suffer because they're not putting their all into it. So that that makes a good point there. The you know the other thing that I'm I'm a big proponent on too is just understanding people's personalities to what what makes them tick. And I've I've talked a little bit about this. Uh, yeah probably in, in the past episodes and, and certainly in, in the industry, but I'm a big believer in understanding uh, somebody's makeup and be, you know, the, and that knowing how, how they're wired. So, so you, you know how to, to work with each person and what they're, what, what they, what appeals to them, what they're good at and, and what their fears and frustrations are. Um, so if you have a, uh, the opportunity, and this could be for somebody who's on a team or somebody who is even uh, working independently, try to find ways to be able to engage with other people and, and, um, and, and learn from them, but also be able to see what, a, what are some of those soft skills that you can also continue to grow. Um, so you know, we've talked about organization and communication and uh, the, the idea of time management, all those things make a programmer more effective and, and, uh, and, and how, how can, as a manager, how can you help your team grow in those areas that are not, not necessarily technical areas? I agree. Uh, as I'm a um, big component of always learning. Um, I use that a lot and hashtags on Twitter and stuff, always be learning. And not just the skills you're on, but the soft skills, you know, learning leadership, learning interpersonal communication, all that stuff is vital to daily, daily jobs. So programmers need it. And sometimes I think they need a little more of it because mo a lot of programmers are kind of antisocial. They're the loners who want to sit at their keyboard and type away and, you know, give me a cup of coffee, give me a bag of chips and leave me alone type 
people. And honestly, sometimes they need to be pushed out of their comfort zone and be in those situations that they hate in order to grow and, and, uh, and, and expand. And I'm sure that people are, <laughs> that if, if we haven't said enough already to elicit feedback, that that's probably one of them that, uh, is, is going to make some people cringe, but, um, we would like to hear what you think about this topic. And if this is helpful, um, you know, whether you're in a management role or being managed or looking to find the, the right, uh, environment so that you, you can thrive. Um, we, I think that it, it's an important part of, uh, of our, our daily being and, and, uh, you know, we, we talk a lot about the technical side of what we do, but this is also a, a critical component. Um, any any final words on this, James? And uh, how can people reach you and continue the conversation? Uh, no final words, but you can always reach me at uh, av underscore James King on Twitter, James King on LinkedIn. You can uh, find me on the Higher Ed Digital Magazine, writing for the IT and AV column and as well as weekly podcast. And as Steve said, we want to hear from our listeners. Uh, that's what helps this community grow. Absolutely. I hope that we will also find the uh, opportunity to meet a lot of you, uh, whether it's uh, at an event or whether you can join us on a, uh, a conversation on Twitter and, and perhaps uh, join us on a future episode. So please reach out. And it's something that we're interested in expanding how we do this and making sure that we continue to, uh, to uh, serve the community. So for me, you can reach me at Steve Greenblatt on most social platforms, Twitter and LinkedIn are probably where I most uh, frequent. Uh, and you can read some of my writing uh, for AV technology at avnetwork.com or my company blog at controlconcepts.net. Uh, until next time, this has been Ask the Programmer.